Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Really Riley. Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Happy Friday, the day after Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. Technically, though, I am recording this with my husband over there right now at 1024 on Thanksgiving because this is the time that we had to do it. And I literally just like had to pluck my husband out of the bed. I'm like, are you gonna, you, you're coming? You, you coming I was going to call here? in. <laughs> you're going to call in. You can tell that you're a former like terrestrial radio husband that you know like those terminologies and such but if you guys are new around here welcome hi i'm riley your host of the really riley podcast that's my husband marshall over there hello happy black friday oh god well actually it is more of a holiday for a lot of people black friday than thanksgiving is because somebody said it's been black friday for like three weeks oh that's true i want to get to that in one second but if you guys are new around here hi I am the one that always likes to talk about everything real, very raw. Sometimes I make you laugh. Sometimes I make you cry. Sometimes I make you go, what the fuck did she just say? And sometimes somewhere in between. Um, This Thanksgiving was probably our chillest one we've ever had that we've been together. Because we'll be together five years in January. Uh And every year we've either gone, have have we done a Florida Thanksgiving together? Um, I don't think so. No, Christmas. Christmas. And then every other times we've been at like other family's house or whatever. But this year we are going to do Thanksgiving with my sister-in-law. And I know you guys are hearing this going like, wait, what Thanksgiving? But like today, tonight, we're going to do the whole traditional thing. But this was nice because like I'm still in my PJs. I'm gross. Like I don't know that I brushed my teeth today. <laughs> have you, did you brush your teeth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good for you. But I have a pop-up. Um... Saturday tomorrow I guess for you guys and I'm not prepared for it at all like getting sick the boys getting sick just like a lot of things the holidays just corrupt up and this is the first time I've done a pop-up where I felt like super super discom like bobulated like so Marshall and I were just down in my little candle factory down there actually he was doing a lot of like the grunt work as I call it like putting the warning stickers on the bottom of them, like wiping off excess wax, making sure all the crystals are okay. And it's a lot of that like last minute stuff. that's just like, ugh. putting in the hours, mm. <laughs> put in the hours. If you want to get laid shit. <laughs> um, but I thought I didn't want to like, just not do a Thanksgiving podcast just because me and my little manifestation ass, it's all about being grateful for me. It's all about, stopping and thinking about the things that you really love and the idea behind manifestation and that is that when you do that all the things that you want that you don't have will come into your life but I wanted to put a twist on it I thought of a few things that we could talk about that might seem a little negative but not really because there's no such thing as failure really if you look at it differently but I'll get to that in one second um Black Friday Black Friday sucks like, I am the chick that I'm a Dollar Tree diva. I love me some Ross. I love me some Walmart. I don't really think Black Friday is that big of a deal anymore. Like, remember back in the day when people used to line up at an Apple store or Best Buy on Black Friday at like 3 o'clock in the morning? No lie. Like, I've been in radio or was in radio for 20 years. So it's like we used to report on things that they would be lining up like hundreds of people at 5 o'clock in the morning to get the greatest deal on some TV. I don't see these like big plunging deals anymore, like electronics and stuff. Okay. You might get $20 off, but like you said, it's been black Friday for three weeks. Well, then there's like cyber Monday, but I mean, 
there's actually like a site i haven't been to it that's called like camel 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 what yeah but like it basically <laughs> beetlejuice 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 yeah i didn't do it because like you figured, say it like, three times and yeah. a deal appears yeah something like some some device would get a virus but <laughs> basically it, sho- when he's it shows the trends that like amazon and all these sites do where in terms of like when they raise and lower prices so like They'll start chopping stuff different parts of the year and then they'll start jacking it up. So that way when they do like oh, these yeah. sales and shit, it's, it's really back deal. to like, mm-hmm. you know, 5% discount, you know, 10, 15 for some of it, or they're just trying to get rid of it. So like it shows you can search products. I haven't been to it. So if someone does and you get, you get a virus or some shit, not, not, on, not on me, but it basically shows those trends. So I love you. You don't like my little couponing husband. It's so cute. Cause like, you weren't as much of a, and I say this lovingly, a cheap ass as you are now than when I met you, because I'm a cheap ass too. Like, it's every day with Black Friday with me. Like, I'm the chick that will take a screenshot of something, go put it in Google reverse image and find it cheaper somewhere else. Because you damn well know when they got it from the manufacturer, they didn't pay that price for it. So I'm the one that always wants to look for stuff. When I met this bro over here, didn't know anything about the Dollar Tree. He was going to Walgreens to get gift bags. This always irritates me. And you still do it. It's cute because you, like you like to wrap a present and it's thoughtful, but I'm like, damn it for the amount of money that you spent on wrapping paper tissue pads and like gift cards i could have gotten another present it's just expensive no i mean well but dollar tree yeah but i mean like three bags for a dollar like some some stuff i don't care about other things it's like i'd rather have something to like last and like i'm brand loyal to like certain products don't i know it if ever i come at you with a different supplement i mean seriously though we both love our alkaline herbs but it was like a hell or high water to get you away from any other supplement anyway. Like, ugh. you're like that with certain things. Like, I don't, I can't hate well, on Well, I mean, that, like, that's like health and like research for me. Okay, you but know? you act like I don't, I can't be smart enough. I have brains too. No. I'm smart. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're not. Like, that's just for I know, you have a degree me. in exercise science. But, I get it. But I think that like, we're both the same in that way that like, we're bougie about certain things. Like me, I'm bougie about jewelry. In some ways, I'll wear costume jewelry, but like at a nice piece of jewelry, I'm finicky about it. Like hair products, skin products, finicky about it. I think you're like that with your car. Well, yeah, because your lawn care, lawn care, papi. Well, like if it's like any like car or like product like that, I'm the type of person that like I used to be like where I was like, oh, I don't need this or that. And then like six months later, like shit, I should have got it. So like now I'm just like, I like. I want all the creature comforts. I want all the shit. No, I appreciate it though when you actually ask her what the fuck you want. Because me, I'm a Latina Virgo. I want it and I want it now. And I want it the way I want it. You, you're very much... I know someone else in the house like that. Our son, Malin. It's 100% my fault. Um, You don't... For the first, I don't know, three, three, four, three and a half years of our relationship, you would never ask for shit. So annoying. Because then it'd be like a holiday and Black Friday would have rolled around already and gone when it was good like five years ago, even if it was really that good then. And I'd be like, what the fuck are these boxes? You just bought yourself, what? Uh, you just spent like $80 on something. Well, and I'm not downing you for buying it, but I'm like, uh, I'm over here getting you a gift card looking like a schmuck and you don't ask for anything. So I was glad a couple of years ago when you finally asked for like your smoker or whatever, because you don't ask for anything throughout the year. So then at the end of the year, you get your big presents. I will say, though, Black Friday for your Christmas and birthday presents, because he's born on December 28th, so I get that fun double whammy of, like, it, it's an expensive month. 
Now I don't feel bad for you on our anniversary because it's my birthday and then our wedding well, anniversary. Like, but I'm Black Friday's gonna do me nicely on this. You okay. don't know what it is. I know you want it, and I'm nervous about it because this is one of those things. What was that? Uh, my phone fell. Sorry. You know, can you be prepared and professional for anyway? I think that really. It wasn't the ringer. Just anyway. <laughs> good God. You threw me off now, sir. ADHD at its best. This is one of those things that like you're, I'll be really proud of myself if you love it. Cause I don't think you know that I know that you want this, but if it sucks, you have to promise me to tell me like, I don't like this. Like you can't, don't pretend like you like it. I want you to really like it or I want you to return it and get the money back. My whole point to this is that's probably the only thing for black Friday that it's worth it. Because other than that, like the clearance section is going to just, I don't know. We went on a whole tangent on Black Friday. We're, we're, t- we're sitting here talking about money and monetary shit. And we're supposed to be talking about what we're thankful for. But um, at dinner tonight, it was really, really sweet that we talked about what we were thankful for. And my seven, eight, I keep wanting to make him seven. Our eight-year-old son, Lyric, was saying, can we say what we were thankful for? I was like, yeah, baby. And he's like, I'm really thankful that I get to do soccer because I know God gave me that talent. I was like, oh. And like today I, full disclosure, got my period. We're always TMI here around really Riley. And I just got over being sick and then boom, I get my fucking period. But I told Marshall today in a fit of a period rage, I was like, all you need to do today is give me massages and tell me I'm pretty. So then Lyric heard that and he's walking around all day saying, mommy, you're pretty mommy you're pretty and he goes mommy you're pretty and you work hard I was like oh I'm thankful for that I am thankful that my son Lyric even though he's already entering the tween years in some situations he's getting in his snark he gets it from me and you Marshall but he's still really sweet like he's still a sensitive kid no, he's got. He's definitely got a sensitive side. He's just. He's me and a miniature. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole sometimes. Actually, no, he's not. That's Malin. I know you're not supposed to call your two and a half year old an asshole, but he is. I mean, that's what we get for naming him strong. Like Malin means strong little warrior. But I'm glad. I'm grateful that he's a sweet pea. I'm grateful that he's sensitive, and he cares about people. Like he's not. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. he's not a little shit like some of these kids that he goes to school with. Like well, that's, a, that's a whole nother. Podcast. I know it's a whole nother podcast. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I'm grateful that he is still my sweetheart. I'm grateful that he still loves his mama. You know, I'm grateful that our two and a half year old Malin is really coming along with um, development because we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast that we mostly me were concerned for a minute. And it seems like he's just blossoming into, you know, I don't know. You like you, you freak out as a parent and then it's just like, oh, just give him time and whatever. But I'm grateful that all the things that we were hoping for in terms of milestones are coming around. Now, if we could just work on his attitude a little bit and not hitting and throwing things mm-hmm. like he legit threw a monster truck remote control car that's probably about the size of like a small dog at our TV. And I saw that thing shake and I'm going, oh, kid, you're testing my Jesus today. So I'm also, though, I'm kind of grateful that he is that spitfire, though. That's why he needs wrestling. (sighs) 
I swear to you, like we'll have a year probably before Marshall gets him into this wrestling mat. And if one of the two of them doesn't wrestle, he's he's going to jump off a bridge. <sighs> anyway, I'm also grateful for you as much as you annoy me. <laughs> I'm grateful that you put up with my idiosyncrasies and that you laugh at me when I'm being ridiculous. I'm grateful that you support my dreams still, you know, cause a lot of husbands wouldn't, not that I would have married you if I didn't know you were going to be that way. Cause that's just not how I roll. I am not grateful that you snore and keep me up, <laughs> but, um, I'm grateful that you can make me laugh and I'm grateful that you got a cute butt. Oh. <laughs> um, I didn't want it to be super ushy gushy about the gratefulness, but I definitely have to put it out there because I, you know, I manifested everything in my life that is still around that still matters. And I did that by being grateful for what I already had. So what are you grateful for, sir? Well, it's like I said tonight, I'm grateful for family, you know, yeah. to have the boys and to kind of see them, I don't want to say blossom, but, you know, kind of, you know. And Come to their own. Yeah. Their own in, people. In their own right, you know. Yeah. So to kind of see that happen in different different phases and stuff throughout the year, like Lyric with soccer and, you know, that passion with that. And then Malin just kind of being little wild man he is. And then, <laughs> like, with you, with the passion that has kind of, like, transcended into the podcast and, you know, everything you're creating and kind of just where that's going you know it's oh makes me babe makes me proud but you know i think with like this holiday and a lot of others it's you know people might be thankful or like have that gratitude and like that day but it really should be like every day throughout the year i mean we try i won't you know like i do really try to stop down and say that i'm grateful for things I've done it a lot less in the last year I'm not gonna lie but like I was also grateful for today just because it was just a lot of nothingness we never get that talk about not paying attention to like the things you already have we never have a day where there's not something on the table like literally it has to be a national holiday where everything fucking shuts down which it really doesn't but most things do and then you feel guilty about going out and buying stuff and you know for the people that have to work on this holiday like it we never get that like we never just hang around with the boys. Like when Malin went down for a nap, Lyric was downstairs coloring. I was crafting. You were tinkering with whatever, like putting up the Christmas lights. But I'm grateful for those days because we just don't get them, you know, because on the weekends, it's usually pop up for me or playing catch up or you have to work sometimes. It's literally just we did nothing and didn't have to worry about anything. I'm grateful for that hmm. big time because... The holidays just like crept up out of nowhere and I get sad around the holidays. I used to get sad around the holidays because I would have to be by myself or I'd be, you know, like flying home to be with my parents and that's never a holiday. Like that's not a vacation. And now that I have the family that I always dreamed of, like I get sad during the holidays when it goes by really fast. Like I had a full on meltdown yesterday because I thought that I had a pop-up at the same time that we this there's this like a uh, parade that we always go to every year and I was like well, oh my god I'm not gonna you know because this is the year that Malin gets it he's walking around going ho 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 Merry Christmas it's the cutest thing ever and I'm like I want that's precious like you don't get that back 
And because of the fact that I felt like I lost so much time the last year that I was in radio, like with him and his baby dumb, because you only get baby for like three years. I want to suck up every second of it before he's an asshole teenager, <laughs> you know, but I'm grateful that we had this slow day. I'm grateful that like, you know, tomorrow we get to stuff our faces, but today was just for us. You know, like how often do you get a holiday that's really just for you? Mm. Never, you know? So Thanksgiving rocked this year. Mm. And tomorrow we get to get fat and happy. Or what was that, that YouTube, like, we're going to eat all this stuff and get sassy. Remember that YouTube one? <laughs> no. oh, I'll have to show it to you because it's hilarious. It, she's literally like, we're going to get fat and sassy or some shit. I'm, now I sound like an idiot. I'm gonna, I'll pull it up for you and you'll remember it. But now I wanted to talk about Things that were negative, but that you're grateful for now. Like, is there a person or an experience that you absolutely hated and now you look at it and you're grateful for it? Is this just this past year? Anytime. <laughs> He's got to think about it. Do you want me to give you mine while you think about yours? Well, I mean, I think I have a, there's probably a couple, but... Why don't you go? Well, I think that mine is obvious, but it's not a situation. It's a person. And I can't say that I have ever hated this person as much as I have, as much as I have the right to. I've never hated this person. Despise, maybe. Hated is, hate's different because hate gets in your soul and eats you alive and it doesn't do anything to them. It just hurts you. And at one point I trusted this person. And then at one point I begged this person not to malign my life. I begged this person to not ruin my dreams and my hard work because of ego. I begged this person to listen to me and realize that I was not trying to hurt that person. I told them that they were Jordan and I was Pippin. And all I wanted to do was be there to support that. And I will never forget the pleasure this person got out of watching me squirm, out of watching me in horror out of uh, like this is the same person that would say I'm responsible for putting food on your kid's table but now that I'm a little bit more far removed from it I'm really grateful for that person and stupid cowboy hat emoji like I'm really grateful for it because I never I thought I was a fighter before it's easier to be a fighter when you don't have anything real to lose. And this was the first time in my life I had every fucking thing to lose. Everything. Everything I'd ever wanted. I'd just gotten it. Literally. And then it all got swiped out from underneath me. And I was like terrified. Terrified. But if you think about it, babe, every fear that I had, that I thought, oh my God, we're going to lose our house. Like we're going to have to leave. I like, I was just so scared. Like I, I was, I, I didn't know what to think. I really couldn't even formulate 
a thought I was that paralyzed by fear. Like there were times where I was even afraid that our marriage would not break up, but wouldn't be as happy or successful as it could have been had it not been for all that time of stress and turmoil. Because that shit stays with you. And I remember thinking about this person going, you have no idea the ripple effect of what your little fucking ego did to someone's life. Or do you? And you did it anyway. But now, I can be like, I'm grateful for your ego. I'm grateful for the fact that you thought I was so small that you could just swipe me away and you would be so triumphant. Well, karma's a motherfucker, one. And two, I'm grateful for you showing me that I have more talent in my pinky nail, not even my entire pinky, than you do in your entire soul. And I never thought that I would know with every fiber in my being that A, there's true evil in life, but B, that it doesn't matter what challenges put in front of me, I will overcome it always. Because I didn't think I was going to overcome this one. Mentally, physically, from a soul level, I thought that I was going to wither away and be a shallow person. But to hear my son lyric today, like unprompted, say to me, you're pretty and you work hard. I don't know that I would have known that strength if that person hadn't been such a negative chunk of my life. So there you have it. What about you? What's your story? Um, probably a work one. I mean, there's obviously all the stuff with my health and, and things like that. You know, I look at kind of two things, you know, you're talking you, about your ABN with yeah. your health. <clears throat> You know, Again, for those of you guys who are listening to this, I know that most of you aren't. AVN, avascular necrosis, basically the bone in his hip was dying. And it was a choice of get a hip replacement at 34. You're right, babe? 34? No, 30, 33? 31. 31? Yeah. Damn, we've been together a long time. No, 31. And you would have had to have several. And then like you can only get so many before you're like just kind of done. He was too young for that. So the option was, and so a lot of people don't have this option. Thank God for your insurance. Um, to go to Duke, have them pull a bone from his lower leg and put it into his hip and make a graft. And there wasn't a hundred percent, like it, there was, it wasn't a hundred percent sure that it would have worked, but it did. Thank God. Knock on wood, cross yourself, kiss a crystal. Anyway, sorry. I, babe, I know you get annoyed. I'm not cutting you off. It's just not everybody yeah. listening knows that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I think that that's obviously one of the more pivotal ones, but you know, like I coach and then like live by, you know, kind of two sayings. You win or you learn and life happens for you, not to you. But what are you specifically grateful about that part? Because I could tell you, but that'd be, you know, me saying it. Like, was there a moment within all of that? Because the thing with your a- AVN from diagnosis to walking again, it was a period of like two years, right? Yeah, I mean, it was about two years to kind of feel somewhat normal, and then it's still... Somewhat normal meaning walking, though, because you didn't walk. You were on a cane, a wheelchair, or crutches for a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, it was about... Um, 
I was walking like probably around like a year, <clears throat> but it was, it was painful. Um, you know, and even like day to day, it's still kind of like that. You know, I have, uh, nerve pain, tightness, stuff like that. But, um, but was there a point within all that process that at the time you were like, fuck this, fuck life. This is bullshit. Why is this happening to me? But now you look at it and go, I did that. When? Well, I mean, I don't think I had a victim mentality going into it. I think, you know, cause you had, you had said like before, you know, cause when I had done the prep for the show, you're like, bodybuilding show. you know, you'll be a bigger inspiration coming back from this than you would, or you were like prepping for that, you know? And that was like at the pinnacle, you know, because really the condition and shape I was, it's like less than 1% of the population will ever be at. 100%. So, I mean, and you do that all natural. So side note. that's kind of like one of those things where, um, like I put that in my head and then, you know, kind of going into it, like after I had like a week where, you know, I felt sorry for myself. I was like, fuck, um, you know, you have a choice, like life's going to fucking move on, you know, if you want it to or not. So you can either get better with it or, or not, you know? And then I put things in perspective. It's like, there's guys and girls coming home from like overseas and stuff like that, you know, missing limbs, you know, and cancer for, you know, other people, you know, and kids and stuff like that. So I put in perspective, like this really ain't, it isn't shit compared to some of these other things. So, you know, at that point then, you know, that kind of drove me forward more, but you know, it's kind of like what you said, then kind of like snap my mindset back into like what it should have been. But like looking back on it, that was, it was probably the red light I needed at the time. It slowed me down. It it was kind of like one of those things where I feel like in life, if like shit's going bad or you have strengths that you feel like are like being attacked or like taken away, it's probably to expose weaknesses for you to like make strengths. So for me, I had a lot of fucking time to think, you know, I couldn't leave a bed for six weeks. So, you know, I had different books and podcasts and stuff like that lined up and I really started to dive in more and more to like my like personal development and you know like who I wanted to be and um I think that I always think about this time with you that it was like six weeks that you were in a bed that you didn't move except to go to the toilet and even going to the toilet was like I don't want to say degrading that's not the word but like damn you know like you we're the dude lifting up four or something and a deadlift, just not, but like four months before that. And now you can't even go to the bathroom without troubles. Like you couldn't shower with that, like one of those old man shower chairs. Like when we went to Florida for Christmas that year, we had to bring a portable one. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'm grateful for that time in a sense, because I had never been more in love with you at that time than like this one, like kind of still chokes me up a little bit. Like, cause I don't, I, I kind of like was in a blur through that whole time, to be honest with you, because I don't think that if I stopped, because you told me when you got the diagnosis, you're like, babe, no, this is going to change our life. And I was like, nope. Mm, mm, mm. But after it was all done and we went to the gym for the first time together, you were in the wheelchair and you were lifting up the 25s and like a, a shoulder press. 
and you were the dude that I used to, because I'm terrible with shoulder press stuff. You know, like that's my weight at my max. You know, you were the guy I lifted up the hundos before that. And I remember I had to like pick up the weight for you and give it to you. And you were struggling to get those 25s over your shoulders. And I remember like, like seeing the pain in your face and that was that was difficult for me but I remember being like you are in here still doing it though like most people wouldn't even go back most people wouldn't even bother to do it you know and I remember you saying like it's something about it like being embarrassing or whatever and I remember that like this sounds weird but like I was more like I was more peacocking and putting my chest out then than I was like when you were in bodybuilding shape because to me we're not people that go into the gym that give a fuck about what other people think but in that time I, I empathize with what you were feeling that you a couple months ago were this badass and now you had to start over but to me I was like I still think this to this day like whenever I'll see someone that might have a disability in the gym there I'm like fuck yeah like I'm literally looking at them like I want to go give them a hug because to me that just means more than someone that's completely able-bodied I'm not saying that it's not a big deal when you step into the gym and decide to take that leap but I think that that was the biggest like catalyst for me knowing that like yeah this one's supposed to be my husband for real because so many people, even some of our closest friends are like, wow, you know, you stayed with him through that. And it was like supposed to be this big like feather in my cap that I was like there for you through that. And I'm like, don't, don't y'all look at what he did. I'd have lost my damn mind in the room for six weeks. Like shit. Well, no, I mean, it was a big role for you to have to step into, you know, being. But it, it, but it like, it wasn't though at the time. But I mean, like in that time though, like I felt like a burden. I mean, because like I, I, I was independent, you know, like I'd never, I didn't depend on anybody for like anything from, you know, anything like financially to like anything. So like to be in a position where it's like, I need someone to do everything to go to the bathroom, like just to do like just basic. Yeah. Like you needed to, you needed your chair. I would get it out of the car. Like if so in the morning if you needed breakfast everything like i remember that little cooler that i used to pack every morning that was probably a harder thing for me than some of the other things but you know what's so crazy about that yeah i wasn't a i wasn't a fucking petunia through it all i was stressed out i was still on a major morning show i was dealing with a lot of other things outwardly and we were together for what eight months and so yeah i was a little frustrated at the time that like there were times I would be bullshitting if I said as a caretaker that I wasn't like, this isn't fair. You know, like we just got engaged. I've waited my whole life for this man. But then again, I think it was, I felt, because you know, like when I feel less than I'm like an angry cat and I felt like a bad person because I couldn't be like softer about it. Like I was there for you, but I think I was kind of like angry at a lot of things. And obviously that was oozing out of me. But I would have never like left or walked away or not been there. So it definitely wasn't a burden. Did I make you feel like it was a burden? No, I mean like a lot of that stuff I felt like on my own. You know, like I just, I'm always, always my hardest critic. 
yarn yeah you know with a lot of that to be where i was and then just just several months later you know with all within the same year i mean that's pretty polar opposite in terms of where i was physically and then mentally you know so but if you think about it don't you think maybe that might have proven and you've never said this and maybe i'm putting words in your mouth but that maybe i really was the one too because it didn't matter what your strength was like you've always said your strength like when you came into your own was like in the gym you know because you were a kid that blossomed later you weren't a super confident teen like it was always like working out, fitness, wrestling that gave you your you, you know? And I didn't give a fuck about any of that. Like every bit of what your confidence came from before that, I didn't care. It was nothing to do with any of that. I didn't care about the fucking weights. Yeah, you look hot as shit the first time. Fucking them, oof, them abs and all that. But cool, it wasn't that. It was your mind and your heart that I fell in love with. And I think that's really what like I'm I am I am really grateful for that time I used to say that it like sucked because we didn't get that like honeymoon phase if you will for very long and I always say like that's the time you remember when your partner's like annoying you how it used to be and we didn't get a whole lot of that but I guess I'm not angry about that time anymore are you I would I, I don't think I was ever angry about the time. Okay, maybe not so, that like, adjective, but you're. I, I don't have the no, heart. I'm Do you want like, me to give you a? Di- no, I'm not like. This is marriage, friends. He has to pick apart every fucking thing I say. <laughs> I'm sitting here saying this like love letter to you, and you're picking me apart. No, I no like. I guess like there's like no resentment or like any you know ill feelings towards it. I um. No, I mean like I, I knew before, and I, I think, think that, you I have think more that, ill feelings towards it than you're admitting to. We got to be real on really Riley here, sir. Because you you forget I sleep next to you every night, so yes, you are an inspiration, but bullshit that you don't have animosity towards that time, bullshit. Direct directed at at who? I think that you have animosity towards that because sometimes maybe not animosity is a strong word, but you definitely have said like or have expressed thoughts of like what I could have been, what I could you know like with your health and setbacks in that way. And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, going like, you told me that when you were younger and you were a badass at wrestling, which you were, that you were an asshole, that you were a little shit and that you were very like, you know, and rightfully so, because you were really fucking good at it. I don't like it when people say like, oh, you need to be humbled because my mom always says that to me when something bad happens. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't need to be humbled. I'm the most self-deprecating person there is. I think that sometimes you get angry about it still because you had this goal of being a bodybuilder and you fucking crushed it right out the gate and then it was snatched from you. So you mean to tell me there's no part of you that ever looks at that time and has animosity about it? I don't believe you. I don't believe you. No, I mean, like, coming off that and being able to, you know, reverse out of that show correctly, you know, and then to kind of... Reverse means, for the people that don't know. Like, reverse diet, so you kind of, like, slowly add back back in, so you don't... Basically, because of the fact that when you 
almost starve yourself of all like sugar, fats, all that stuff at the end. You're like a white walker. And most people will just go right back to eating normally. And you can't do that because you'll just balloon out. Yeah. I'm trying to give him non-bodybuilder terms for it, Marshall. He gets annoyed at me when I do that, but he forgets. Y'all don't know these things. So to kind of have, because I mean, like, that's the biggest time to really, you know, so, (laughs) sorry, I'm... (laughs) You don't answer my question. Well, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting there, and it's like, so it's like, yeah, it's like in some, in some sense, I am, you know, but I look at it where it's like, I think the good that has come out of it definitely outweighs that, and you know, good, bad, or indifferent, it's like that's part of my story. So you know, I still, you know, hope that like whenever this health stuff clears up, that you know just mentally you know but that's what i mean that was the whole point of the entire topic of like yeah it fucking sucks and you would have liked to not have to go through these things yeah it fucking sucks and i got fucking fired from my dream job only for their ratings to be going to shit it sucks but the path less traveled and the one that's wrought with a lot of hardship you never see these people that like really, really, really get successful that aren't dirty, that haven't gone through shit. Some of the people that you love that you're always talking about other people's podcasts on my podcast have been through the biggest amounts of shit. That's all I was trying to get to you. Because a lot of times you'll talk about it when you're talking in front of other people and I respect this, that it's always like this triumph that like I didn't, you know, I, I had a different mindset and... Da, 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 which yeah you did but nobody has that mindset 24 7 no I, I mean I think I think it's it's not it's not realistic and it's not sustainable but yet you were trying to play like you did just about five minutes ago well no like it was something that you know was kind of the undertone and to say that like I didn't have those thoughts you know I don't think would be would be realistic you know but that like I would pull myself back to that place of like, this is what I need to do. This is why it's happening, you know? And then it really, I don't think it was until a couple of years later that like, I kind of saw the meaning of why all that stuff happened, at least how I, how I take it and you know, how I live by it, you know? So, well, it's like, I also wonder like if you'd gotten really huge in the bodybuilding world, we we're first, first, first together. Do you think that we would have made it? Like, do you think that we would have had, a good time that way because I I am a jealous motherfucker I admit it almost to the point of psycho like this is mine don't fucking touch him don't look at him sideways I will kill you period I bite rawr so I wonder if in the very like now totally different thing we're married you're mine I'm yours it's whatever but remember when you were first in that, that I did not like that, like engage, those engagement groups that you were in, like on social that like, and yeah, you were doing it cause you had a, the business and all that stuff at the time. Like if you'd been around that circuit 24 seven, which, you know, your friends that were in those same shows at the time with you, that's that they do it. Like I have to go through cycles with these every year. Do you think that it would have worked? Do you think that like, I would have been there with you, obviously, but you think we would have been happy? No, I definitely think it would have made it a lot more difficult. Yeah, like you, you think know. that we would have been had, like I was 37. Like you think that Malin would have been a thing? You would have been body, but like, you think that I'm gonna have a newborn and slash toddler while you're off working out two, three times a day? Ha uh Well. No. No. But <laughs> I mean, like, 
my, my plan at the time wasn't really to go into another show right away. But you know, all I'm was, saying is like, you never know. Yeah. Like when you question the why of things, which I do all the damn time, you never know. And down to a level of what the universe knew you wanted in life, even if you didn't, because I always say that the universe knows you better than you do. Like, look, I have no doubt that you're going to do another show. It's going to happen. Not right now, but you are. Like what is meant for you is going to be for you. And I just know it because I know you think about it 24 seven. I know you better than you think I know you. And is it going to be fun? No, not for me. But here's the thing. Now that I know the journey that you will have taken to get there, mind, body, and soul, I will shut my mouth and support you. I might not be a petunia through all of it, but I will be there screaming loud as fuck when you win that show. Like, so yeah, I think that's definitely your moment of a time that fucking sucked, but you're grateful for it now. Yeah. And when you win that show again, I hope that you're grateful for it even more so. Because it'll mean so much more than some of these idiots that get up there. Mm -hmm. And then you can get that tattoo to me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's annoying. (laughs) You you should just get it. I want to finish off. No, you're not finishing off your sleeve. Because I told you, I wrote it. I read it in my manifestation journal. (laughs) I wanted one sleeve. Do a new entry. (laughs) Sir? (laughs) I'm the one that's got to sleep with you. you okay. Po- Post dated. <laughs> God, this is marriage. Like we get so cute and lovey dovey and I love you and you're so inspirational and I want to choke him, but I love him anyway. All right. Well, I'm, this was like a 15 minute podcast because we got to get up early tomorrow and all that stuff, but I hope we made you laugh somewhere in here. And for those of you that say I yell at Marshall and I'm annoying, shut up. We're married. It happens. I love him, but Yeah. What? Stop. He's giving me the claw fingers right now. Yes. You know who you married. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, peace. I hope you guys had a good thing. Cause I mean, I know Thanksgiving's over. Um, I hope to see a lot of you guys at the pop-up on Saturday. It's at the Walkersville fire department. It's the one that I've done a couple of times. All the info is also up at, um, house of W by Riley on Instagram. And y'all, some of these ornaments that I made, cause these are new are like Marshall's very sparing with his praise, but when he saw it, he goes, Ooh. And when he does that noise, he really likes it. And there's Jordans involved. So there's that. Lots of new candles, the concrete candles, lots of new smells, lots of new gift baskets, all the good things. So I really hope I see you guys out there. Um, Do me a favor, please, because Marshall will poke at me if I don't do this. Like, follow, and share the podcast. Um, Please give a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, because that also helps me get the podcast out to more people because it moves it up on the peruvial for you page of podcasts or whatever. if you want to follow Marshall and all his snark, you can at the Fit Marshmallow, like the artist, not the food. Um, and the Lawn Care Poppy is his <laughs> lawn care page. And also me at Riley Couture, um, at Really Riley Podcast, and at House of W by Riley. Um, email at Riley, nope, that's my personal one. Whoops, at Really Riley Podcast at gmail.com. And before I end this podcast, I could not talk about being thankful and all these things without saying a big fat fucking thank you thank you thank you to you guys for truly 
like being in my corner and making this shit still possible. So I love you long time. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for hanging with me, babe. I love you. It's really Riley.